If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. What's up, everybody? It's I'ma Let You Finish, show number 131, with your hosts, Harry and Megan. Oh, man. Well, you have to be Megan. I'm ti- well, actually, you would be Megan. I would be Megan. You would be Megan. Except I have always known that I was black. Shocker. And I only had red hair once when I paid a shit ton of money for it. And I can go out in the sun. You were a redhead? Oh, honey, I've had every color. When I worked for VH1, uh-huh. when I was an on-air personality at VH1, mm-hmm. they didn't give us health insurance because you've worked for Viacom. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. that deal is. Mm-hmm. They always they have you work like 48 hours, so mm-hmm. you're not 50 hours. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. You're not full-time. You're not 50. I'm like, so when I did this TV show, they wanted me to look cute, and I was like, are you guys going to pay for my hair to get done? They went, yeah, and I went, I'm going for the most – well, I wanted it anyway, but mm-hmm. I'm going for the most high-maintenance hair – and mm-hmm. as anybody can tell you, especially if you have dark if, you, hair, if you're not a natural redhead, redhead. it's really and I yeah, had low okay. lights, highlights, it was gorgeous. <laughs> I had stoplights, <laughs> flashlights. I was going, and this is before I was really going great. So I would go there like it, was, but I was just like, I'm sorry, what? Oh, sure. So you won't give me health insurance? Fine, okay. I'm just getting my hair done. Mm-hmm. As much as humanly, it was yes. So yes, I was a not a redhead. It was an mm-hmm. auburn. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Other than now, I've never had my natural hair color. So evidently, it kind of snowed. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the way the news keeps talking about it is, you would think we were under waist deep snow. Like like we're not Buffalo. We're not no one is snowed in. No I'm seeing all of these. Anything in? No. I'm, my friend's kid has to stay home from school and do what? online schooling, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Where? Okay, Where do they New go York. to school? Where do they like go to in school? White Plains? All right, so maybe they're in. Defense. No, there's no, not that much nothing. snow. All right, it did not snow that much anywhere. No. Here's the thing. I remember being a kid in New York City. Oh, you had to tunnel. Your, you would have to tunnel. Literally, your way to school. I would bore my way to school. <laughs> you had to get a dog to drag you to school. That shit wasn't closed for anything, and I had the kind of parents 
who did not play you like I couldn't be like, oh, I'm sick. If I was like, I'm sick, we're going to the doctor. Suddenly I'd be like, well, let right. me just get dressed and go to school. Unless you know it's pink I mean? eye. If it's and, pink eye, if it's pink eye, you gotta keep your kid. Well, on. I never had pink eye as a kid. Yeah, me neither, um, but I'm just saying that's gross. Yeah, but it's like now it's kind of like a whisper. I feel it's like the South, because you know, I know I have friends who live in Atlanta and they're like, oh no, if we have an inch of snow on the ground, like the schools closed, everything closed. Here it used to be hurricane hurricane school. Well, you would know, be New open. York City kids don't get snow days anymore because of online. Right. They spend all that money on devices that they will no longer get a snow day. So right. but what I just thought was funny, I went to Trader Joe's yesterday, you know, because it was near where I was. Mm-hmm. I usually don't go on Mondays because that's like the worst day to go because they never have any food because everybody but anyway, I went. Okay, the line was like, and they do get you through fast, but I was like, oh, good Lord. Everybody thinks it's actually going to snow. And and first off, this is New York. Right. Secondly, this is New York. And third, we are in an era where you can force some underpaid person to go out and get your food for you. But even more importantly, this is New York. The worst it could snow was like what? Whatever, the three to four inches that they were predicting for us to have did not mean, oh my God, stock up. We're going gonna, to fucking die outside. in our right. homes. Right. I'm going to look outside right now. Okay, I'm looking outside. It's all gone. <laughs> it's all gone. Um, why do you have a black and beyond hoodie and I don't? We like, what, what the fuck? Time. What every... the fuck is that? I'm sorry, as you just no, came up on the street. Still... There's no. a crowd. It's this black and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Black excellence. <laughs> Shout out to B Cam You are so. Like, 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 it's my what flex. What's happening? Black History Month. It's the last day of Black History Month, okay? Before Women's History Month. So next time Lift I'll wear every one. voice and say ho. Yeah, women's history. So um, I wear this actually just to annoy you. At this I point. mean, I feel I know, attacked. I wearing, no, I just, it's, you know me, I'll wear like. The only thing I have that was like promotional swag that I won't wear out on the street because I am sensitive to people's feelings mm-hmm. is my dead Kennedy's <laughs> too drunk to fuck t-shirt. Right. Like, maybe, maybe your children do know how to. Well, read and no one has a sense of humor anymore. They'd be like, you no. know, I'm traumatized by reading your shirt and I'm upset. And it's like, why are you looking at my chest? You know what I mean? I got to say, morning. this morning show, I feel like Poppy Harlow and you're a Don Lemon. And I feel... <laughs> no, he has more in common with you than he does with me. Well, he's on... He's traded, though. On, he race trade. On paper, he yeah. may have more have in common him, though? Have with you me. traded him? Yeah. Yeah, I got to tell you something. About see, I have a I have a nickname that I call him, but I won't say it on the air because as we found out, people actually listen to this show. Oops, Miss Linden will not be you know, saying anything. Miss Karen, not Miss Linden. We will won't... only talk. No, we will only no, be say, talking Ms. about Miss <laughs> Linden. Will be doing everything else in American Sign Language for the yes. rest of yes. the show. I will, I will be. I will be. Only like I a can see it. Wait, like and a hostage. You guys Blink if you're right. in trouble. You're I'll not, just be uh, blinking a lot. Are we going to start with well, that? Let's yeah, let's start, no, let's just start with him. Let's just get because <sighs> let me just tell you something. I used to Don Lemon used to live by me, so okay. I would yeah he did. So I would see him 
I've seen him out at a couple of spaces and stuff, and you know, he's a nice guy. He's nice. I used to be a big Don Lemon fan. Like, I I don't know if you know this about me, but you're black. Well, that, you know, I just discovered, well, (laughs) when I got with my boyfriend, I discovered how it was to be treated like a black man. And it was shocking and controversial. Wait, you have a boyfriend? Have we had this conversation? Well, All I right, do. we'll have this conversation off yes. the record because this is mm-hmm. very exciting mm-hmm. for me. I do, yes. Oh. It's called peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he's like so it. happy he's in a refrigerator. I he, do like He's spread smooth across the bread. Yeah. Um, I don't need that visual. For I used to, when, I used to be addicted to seeing it. I was one of those people for years it just played in the background. It played in the background when I had an office at Sony. It just always... Just one of those things. I like information. So a channel full of information all day. But then it started getting really weird. I don't, you know, the Donald Trump being elected and the, 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 just the energy of the country and what news had become. And every day it was like something else. It started heightening my anxiety and I stopped really watching. So I barely watched. Now I watch news very early in the morning. I watch my local news. I watch a half an hour. Local news is the worst thing to watch though. Well, I need to know what's happening in, in, in the area. Right. So I want to see, I want to see what's happening in New York. Like I don't want to be aloof to what's happening in the town. So I watch it really early and I watch a half hour of national news. Cause you realize after that, everybody's just repeating the same shit and that's it. All right, Don. But Don used to be local. The weekend, well, the weekends on CNN was a very black weekend. TJ Holmes was Saturday and Sunday, mornings into the afternoons. Afternoons into evening was Frederica Whitfield, who's still there. And Don Lemon was the night shift, Saturdays and Sundays. So I loved it. I've seen these two young black journalists. Frederica's a legend in the game. She's been there for a long time. I followed him when he went, started getting the assignments during the week and got his show. It was Ferguson when the when 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 the situation happened in Ferguson and they sent him there and he got one point he's like, Oh, it smells like marijuana. It was like, what's what's and then wait, and then he got tear gassed and literally had a full meltdown on television. And I was just like, What's are you getting what like what's happening? And then it just started getting, I don't know, it's like I liked him, he's and then he, he started being. Anno- it's it's uh, not is that what it is? Man. Because it he's got not a really good annoying. Man. And the problem is, is that we have this fine line between newsman and and personality. Right. I mean, not to be uh, the reason we're talking about him is because he said unbelievably <laughs> offensive stuff two weeks ago on air. We're basically. What he basically said in a nutshell was that you know, but not more way, offensive than the shit that Nikki Haley has actually said. I just no, want to say, right? FYI. But I'm saying, but he said it. Yes, we know Nikki Haley is a nightmare. But what mm-hmm. he basically said is, women are no longer <laughs> vital if they're he, over the basically well, said, if they're over said, childbearing. Well, what years. he said, he said, well, you know, she's not in her prime. And if you look she's it up, on, her, but what you he look means it up on that, Google, no. But what it means is, is that when when men say that, that <laughs> means they're not fuckable. To them, and they can no longer have children. That's yeah, but, what it means. But I don't think what a Don Lemon was saying. That no, that's exactly he what he meant. Because he never. No, but he fuck. means they're no longer a. Ch- meaning in your prime means you're mm. past. You're past your usefulness age. There are many horrible things about Nikki Haley. Everything is horrible about Nikki Haley. Mm. But her age, and she's younger than Don Lemon. How's that? 
her age is the least of it. Well, what's so crazy is that he said this with this smug matter of fact, <laughs> the two women sitting next to him, both of whom, I mean, Caitlin Collins is like a serious news person. Mm-hmm. Poppy Harlow is not bad, you know, either looked at him like, are you kidding me? And then he kept going and going and going. Wait, and then he was, was like, if you Google it. If you Google it. To two grown women. I mean, how condescending is that? These are new. It's so condescending oh, and so sexist. So they yanked his ass off the air and he had training and blah, blah, well, blah. I, I've always wondered what does that mean with somebody. No, when you no. get somebody who's been a journalist for a decade. Well, I'm going to give okay, you, you one, say journalist one, in one quotes day of with training. him. Well, yeah. you know, listen, he's got the gig. Right. But he's not a there. He is someone, he's a newscaster. He's not a journal. I would Well, in the beginning, he started as a journalist. Right, but I would start a journalist to me is when you're actually writing the stuff. Yeah, but I feel like ultimately, I don't get to take your title away because I don't like the job you have now. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of these people suck. That's why I really stopped watching all of the 24-hour news channels. You start to realize it's way too many people's opinions. I actually don't care about anybody's opinions. What are the facts? That's all I want. Well, I do I care about some people. Not his, though. I mean, you can't take somebody seriously who's giving you the news when they're sitting there getting their ear pierced on national television in New Orleans being like a drunk. But the thing is, he said this stupid thing. He got yanked off the air. He was his hand slapped. They brought him back. Um, I applaud CNN for yanking him because it was a really offensive thing, especially with two women there. And then, so Don Lemon has always been known for his questionable taste in clothing which is fine you want to you know again but i can't take you seriously when you're sitting there in like a cashmere hoodie and a like a clown suit in the morning you have to women a woman would not be able to go on air dressed like that just an absolute fact but anyway he comes back and ever since he's been back he's been wearing like i'm looking for he's been wearing suits every day like look at me can (laughs) i just say though i will say i think that Sometimes on the left, the reason why we lose a lot of shit is all of this overreaction. Because I, I look, an well, I, well, let me just say this because I watch when I look at Fox and the stuff that 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 is said there. They don't yank their talent for for making a mistake or saying something crazy or saying even offensive things. And I think that we get so lost on the left side on being offended. That we lose sight of what the real fight is. First off, CNN is not the left. CNN has gotten more and more middle of the road for for quite some time. Mm. Secondly, Fox is propaganda. So we're going to say there's good people on both sides. I don't care what Fox is. No, it's not about good people on both sides. We've already known that. You don't go to Fox for rational truth. Fox is about- But a lot of people do. Yeah, but those aren't the people I'm dealing with, and I yeah, but those are the people. Those are the people who are voting in this country. All right, no, they're not actually because the Republicans have lost every election for the last several. Only because of the candidates that were put. All right, but they've lost. It doesn't matter why. But what? Not everywhere. They have not lost everywhere. That's the thing. They've not lost everywhere. All right, but here's the thing. I will. I will almost bet you that any woman does not want to be told that she's not viable. Because of her age, and and that's all. I no, want to that's say. A, no, no, no. That's an absolutely horrible thing. But what I'm saying is, be careful with saying those things because the Republicans right now have not lost nationally in places, and they're actually pushing through lots of dangerous bills, like the one that's just got signed and passing in Tennessee, where they're putting all of these anti-LGBTQ and anti-trans bills into action. And a lot of things are happening because we are paying attention to dumb shit when real things well, are happening. it's not dumb shit when it's directed no, at you. No, it, it's not. Let me... It is directed at me when people are passing laws No, I'm talking about, about I, what... 
but what he said. I, I, absolutely. But neither are these real. He said something. He gets a slap in the hand. These bills that are being passed right. are having real consequences course, for gay people course, and trans people. Of course. People. No, I just want folks to pay attention and understand what you're really fighting for and fight. Because Florida is now teaching the wrong side of African-American history and has banned, you know, AP African-American history is not being American and not being American history. So real things are happening while we're worried about Don Lemon. Don Lemon's an idiot. And honestly, I feel like they had to bring him back because they pay him too much. But I can guarantee you, in my opinion, this he probably won't stay there. You know, when his contract, when his contract is done. Yeah. Listen, it's hard to go from having a show with your name on it, right? For two hours every night for years. Well, that was and a not demotion. What he All I, things, feel I, agree, I agree with you about the rules, but I think it's apples and oranges. You can do both. We can do, you can pay attention to that. And But I, we're not doing both. But That's I, the problem. Well, I don't care about we. I'm talking about me. Mm-hmm. I can't think for the rest of the country. You know? You can't, yes. but if you're an ally to some, you have to also. No, we but be, I, do. I think we have to highlight. I, these I do, things that are happening will, as they're happening. Yes, but I'm just saying because I don't give a fuck about Don Lemon, and neither do you. We don't care about him. <laughs> I care. What I care about is when anyone is on a national platform and is disparaging any group, and that's what he did. And he got taken off the air for two days, and he will ultimately lose because I. Anyway, I, I think you can do two. You're conflating his being an asshole. Um, just being an, an an asshole, okay? I mean, him being a misogynist. Sorry, you can be gay and still be a misogynist, and that's basically that's what he was. He said a misogynist, insulting thing to women, every woman, because we do count even if we can't have babies, you know. And that's what vital means. But yes, of course, we have to pay attention to other stuff. All right, people got a lot of awards this weekend. Mm-hmm. Not I- us. Where was ours? Uh, I don't know. Have I've, you seen the Elvis movie? How good can this guy be in it? Um, What's his name? Uh, Austin Powers? Uh, Austin Butler. Oh. Um, no, because I didn't care. And I still don't care. Everyone I know saw it loved it. But I'm Great. just like, how good can this guy be? I mean, mm-hmm. I guess he's that good. But how good could he be? You know? I mean, He I did not win this weekend when people thought he would. No, but, but he won the BAFTAs, didn't he? Oh, yeah, he won the BAFTAs. And, and Angela Bassett did the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. The BAFTAs happened. A bunch of people won. Allen Abbott Elementary won a whole bunch of... They won a bunch of NAACP it's awards. Still the, it's still the they won show a bunch of SAG awards. So it's they're the, the ones funny. who are really coming out no, like the shining the stars. Sh- it's the funniest show. Like, literally gag funny. It, it I, like the te- I like the principal lady. She's funny. Oh, well, she's ridiculous. I mean, the whole show is ridiculous. <laughs> I like the Schmetti sisters. No, it's a great show. It, mm-hmm. it, it really is. And, it, and it's it's super smart. And it's I, mean, I mean, applaud the, a woman-led driven show young woman young black woman i love it i love that show but i um, love anything to bring shirley ralph back oh yeah no she's something. the best shirley ralph is the best i'm looking forward it's like when jennifer lewis was on blacklist i'm like yay jennifer lewis i love her but this is when you know i felt old and i was ready to fight i was telling we were talking about it i was talking about it recently with a friend and his sister he didn't know who Shirley Ralph was, and she knew of Shirley Ralph as Moesha's mother. And I'm like, no, she's Dina Jones in Dreamgirls, and he had no idea what that was, well, and I was very offended. And that's well, when I realized at that point, oh, girl, 
you're older than everybody. Well, it's not These even that. Kids, Some people no. aren't tuned into Broadway. Uh, one, one was alive, but he didn't know. And the other wasn't alive when Dreamgirls yeah, was I mean, on I'm, Broadway. The dream, I knew that only because I pay attention. But a lot of people don't, to, in their defense, don't tune into to dream girls but the point is is that excuse me everybody tunes into dream no, girls i know tons of dream people girls is uh, how dare them well, it's an yeah. iconic iconic moment if you're into theater even if you're not it was cultural dream girls yes because oh, okay. it was that show, that moment and and i am telling you became yeah, a yeah, phenomenon yeah. the whole thing so it really was a cultural moment because there hadn't been a show like that on broadway so it transcended more than broadway well the movie that won like kind of everything and i tried to watch it not because i'm saying i tried to watch it and, and i couldn't deal with it i was watching it on a found internet site um <laughs> was everything everybody 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 dance now and mm-hmm. i am predisposed to watch movies with women who are not vital. Who are not um, in their prime. Yeah, I mean, why that, did he say that? It was just kind of like. Because he's a it, stupid, it was, stupid It was like man. of all the things you could have pulled out about he's Nikki a stu- Haley. He's a stupid You man. decide to go for because women in their prime. <laughs> he's a stupid man. But it, anyway, so I tried to start, I tried to start watching. And the thing is, I was watching the Everything Everybody, which is probably going to win the Oscar. Um, mm-hmm. And it kept buffering, buffering, buffering. Mm-hmm. And it's not a very linear movie to begin with. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm completely no, it's confused really out, It's really good, but it's, it's out so there. It's out there. Out there. Yeah, but, you yeah, know, my doppelganger, Jamie Lee Curtis, I do enjoy watching mm-hmm. her. And I do enjoy She actually won the SAG Award. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm, you know, the only other movie I've seen this year is, is Banshees of In Sharon, which is just so freaking good. But mm-hmm. I think the big mo is with um, the, what do you call it? Um, everything, uh, everybody. What's it called? Everything all at once. Everything, everything everywhere, all at, all at once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I'm, you know, it'll. So that's good. They won awards. People win awards. Um, mm. Nas won an award this weekend. Uh, the King of New York. He was awarded this a sold out show at the Garden. He's never played the Garden before. Do you believe that? I mean, I do believe it, but I don't believe it. No, because Nas has done arena tours, so I'm kind of surprised that he's Garden. never. Maybe of- never played the garden solo. I know that for a fact. But think about all the who are the like. I think the first. I mean, Fresh Fest was there, right? Back mm-hmm. in the day, and Jay obviously played the garden. Um, Kanye's played the garden. Kanye's played the garden. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Nas was never known as like the most scintillating live act. But in the world. I went to see the tour with him and Mary, and but you know what? That was I Radio did, City. That but was no, it wasn't. Barclay. I actually no, I actually saw it at the Prudential Center in Jersey. In Jersey. I, we didn't see it in, in the city. So maybe yeah, it didn't it come to the garden. I yeah, don't know. that's weird. And he was great that night. He was great. That's what I heard. Yeah. So he did sold out show. I heard the tickets were like insanely expensive. Was it has his dad passed? Did his dad pass? I don't remember. Oh, look, I saw him actually once. I feel once like with his I feel dad. like I remember that. Yeah, happening. I remember seeing him mm. actually at Central Park, and Olu Dara played, and Nas came out and did something with him. And mm. you know, it's really interesting about Nas. You have to always kind of remember that for all he was raised in a very avant-garde artistic family. I mean, his dad mm-hmm. is Olu Dara, um, right. and his mom was obviously somebody. Uh, I think was an artist as well, but he's just, he's, we've talked about this. He's always been really great, but he has, he's in his prime now. Um, 
He's really coming to, I mean, this is like a moment for mm-hmm. him. I mean, this is a, a, and is he selling a ton of records? No, he's not selling a ton of but records. But nobody sells records Nobody sells. It's well, about not, streaming records. Yeah. But I'm, that's what I mean by selling a ton of records. Um, I just, I'm old and I still use that term because mm-hmm. I'm not in my prime anymore. So I don't know these things. Um, I heard it was a great show. I'm really happy. Um, I like it when the good guys win and he seems to be a good guy and he's a smart guy. He's made lots of money investing very wisely. He like a lot of tech stuff, right? Ring, ring, you know, the mm-hmm. ring buzzer when you ring mm-hmm. on somebody and mass appeal. And I'm, I'm very happy for him. So that was good. Um, 10 weeks with SZA. That's unbelievable to me. 10 That's weeks. really, I'm no disrespect to her, but whoa, whoa. It's- like whoa, right? Ten weeks. They're non-consecutive weeks. The first six weeks, I believe. The first seven weeks, I believe, were uh, uh, were were consecutive. Then it dropped to like number two. Then came back up, and it's like great for her, man. Yeah. Listen, for this is the first R and B album to do that since the Bodyguard. Do you consider it an R and B record? Scissors album. I mean, I think it's yes. so much more than an R and B. Well, record. yes, but it is an R and B record. I mean, listen, it is. I believe it absolutely is an R and B record. Yeah, I mean, and it's I, too, yeah, it goes and beyond I, and that. I, and yeah. I love that. Um, and I love that it's an R and B record, and it's R and B leaning and forward before it's anything, and that it's having this success. And Kill Bill is really fighting. It's, it's number two again this week. It's been stuck behind Miley's Flowers, which is. <sighs> Just globally dominating six and six weeks around the world, such a everywhere. Song, such a but boring. people love it. Well, she's Miley Cyrus. Well, no, I think people like a breakup Sism. song, and and you know, well, she she can go break up somewhere. Um, no, I just love it for SZA because you know to take a huge chunk of time, even though she had lots of cameos and she and she had number one singles as as you know with other people, but mm. it's really. Um, it's really encouraging when you can see somebody who is is an artist and not, you know, mm-hmm. she's certainly making something that's commercial, mm-hmm. but um, she's um, not making something mainstream. You know, she's not making um, super, super commercial. You know what I mean? And it's happy for great. There was a really great uh, profile of her in the New York Times Magazine by Daniel Smith. Really. I mean, she just seems like an interesting person. Um, She's a Billboard Woman of the Year. And I believe the, isn't the Women of the Year? I think it's tonight in LA. I believe it's I hope everybody's, I hope everybody's um, vital. Prime. (laughs) I hope everyone's in their prime. Will it be held during prime time or is it? I don't know. But yeah. we'll be right back and we'll talk to you on the other side. Okay, bye. Okay. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well, I could make a run to the store 
or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything Factor Meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor Meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell ya, I have small ear canals, Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we're back. So, <laughs> what else oh is God. on our list to talk well, about this you week? Know, in the time in between the when we were gone, mm-hmm. I started getting my period again. So I'm back. Oh, uh, but you're back again. And I had a baby. It's- <laughs> I'm back in the prime. 
I didn't realize I'm until today just how, I'm not how letting offensive. that one go. I guess you know what? I was just like, I, I'm so used to him saying dumb things, and I was just like, another dumb thing. But I mean, seeing you, this energy you have it's about it today, so I'm dumb. like. It's like when people say, oh, you look really good for your age. I hate when people. I hate when. You either, I, I either hate, look good or I don't no, no, look no, good. No, here's the thing. I just, I was in a meeting they the other day. They do that to men, too. And, and, and it came up the other day, and, and it's my age, and I said, well, I'm 55. Oh, well, you don't look at us, but I am it. And I, I am feel it. it. I feel it. And it is it. <laughs> it's like how I look has nothing to do with I feel anything. It. I'm I fucking it. So it. let's get this popping. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So scissor, yay. All right. You know, I almost don't even want to talk. I almost don't want to, as the kids say, give Scott Adams any sort of anything. Mm-hmm. But this whole thing, I am so tired of privileged people screaming and yelling I'm being canceled when they do something incredibly hateful, incredibly egregious, and then they're like, oh, you're you're canceling me. No, you you know what? I am not, you and I cannot stand on a corner. If you and I weren't out of our houses right now and stood on the corner going, I want to kill a an elected official and someone heard it, we would be hauled off it's true. And, and arrested. You can't yell fire in a crowded theater. Scott, first off, Dilbert is so not funny to begin with, but that's mm-hmm. neither here nor there. He has a history of saying very, very racist. A friend shit. of mine told me that I had. I, he's a no, white supremacist. Yeah. Let's just I cut mean, to the chase. Clear, he's, a, I mean, he's a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. And, he, and so there is this poll. There's a question that right wing hate groups pose as a trolling thing. And it's like, do you approve of white people it's just, it's like a when did you stop beating your wife question there's no right or wrong answer mm-hmm. but he used this as like proof that black people hate white people and therefore white people should have nothing to do with black people they're a hate group okay newsflash news organizations and he's not guaranteed to a living number one all right mm-hmm. if you say something asinine you can't do it number two he will not have to go on welfare he'll be fine right. and number three like maybe a lot of black people read is it's just so offensive. So he gets yanked. He's crying, sad little white entitled tears. Like oh, everything racist and blah blah blah. And then the other piece of human white entitled garbage, Elon Musk, who is a child of apartheid. We always need to remember. I he keep was in South I Africa. keep telling everybody that understand what who and what he is. Right. Remember where he comes from in the time of when he came from that. Right. He came up, you know, it was in the water, you know, and he has the, uh, it's just so, you know, oh, I, I agree with him because, you know, um, it's really hard to be a white person and everybody, everybody's racist and the media is racist against white people and Asians. I, I'm sure the, the media is controlled by white, white people. people. Well, no, <laughs> racist against them. Yeah, so, I, so the, the media white is people, controlled by white people, right? The white people who control the media, the media are racist themselves. against themselves. And I'm sure the uh, Asians don't really feel like being lumped in with this nonsense because, <laughs> like, what? They're suddenly going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You guys are beating us up on the street. You know, I mean, like, you're <laughs> legit attacking us on the street. Right. And like, like, when we're just minding our business. Minding our business. <laughs> like, going to the supermarket. So I'm sure they're all going, gee, uh, Elon, could you, like, keep us out of this conversation? So I'm just so tired. I'm tired of this. Like, the only people who have really suffered from 
cancel code, which is just consequences, are the Dixie Chicks. That's the only people I can think of who lost their career. For they real, for real, really, for real. For real, for real, 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 for real. Lost their shit. Because he'll get picked up by somebody. Which is so funny because, you know, they still put out records. They're still, you know, that last record was great. It but was. They really The big were, momentum was gone, you know? They took every... And they're the first ones to scream about cancel culture, but they don't want to talk about what they did to the chicks. They don't want to talk about what they did to the NFL because someone was kneeling. You know what I mean? They they are the kings... You know what it is? We're in a we live in a victim culture now. Oh, it's people totally do really culture. horrible shit and then they're the fucking victim as soon well, as they're called it's a, out. It's on also it. there's no consequences. Uh, Everybody for gets a trophy. Yeah. Everybody gets a trophy. There's no real consequences. I for mean, anything. For, for Which anything. is why I say we fair people, jumping. They what, will nail what, you for fair but, jumping. And, and what I I just had this conversation with a friend the other day, because you know, New York has been fucking buck wild, right? You know, with the the robbing the stores, and I'm like well, no one's seeing anybody go to jail for anything. You can defraud the government. You can lie. To, you can not go sell it for subpoena. No one gets punished yeah. for anything. So why do you think low-level crimes people... If no one is getting punished at any level for fucking anything, everybody's going to do everything yeah, they can. I think Fox is about to go bankrupt, and that'll be Ooh, delicious. Baby. Let me just tell you something. Delicious! Now... <laughs> I have sorry, been kind of sorry, what? good Lord Buddha. No, listen, I know it's not no, against listen. my Buddha nature. And I told you, you know, I I have friends who are Republicans. Got to get rid of them. <laughs> get rid of them. They're not. They are not your friends. But I'm starting. I have friends who are Republicans who stop watching Fox. They wow. don't. They don't deal with Fox yeah. because they realize that's that's not. Republican ideals. No, there's, no, no. It's not small there, government no, conservative Republican. What they're like. seeing is like, it just seems like vendettas and agendas. But to watch all of this stuff come out and you it. know that, oh, but people are still tuning into these people who are continuing to lie to you and you're seeing that what they're telling you is not what they fucking believe. Well, and the fact that Murdoch had to sit there and admit that shit well, under oath. They have the text. It's going to be, I've, you know, watched like, you know, commentary on this and, and people, legal experts said this is one of the strongest defamation cases Because those ever. are really hard to prove. They really They're are. very hard to but prove. But they one. literally have people saying, yeah, this stuff is made up. These people are And idiots. be like, this person's crazy. And yeah, da, da, this da, da, person's da. crazy. I don't Oh my God, they're upset that we called Arizona for Biden. So let's do Make something else. I know, it's ridiculous. It's an alternate rap. Okay, it's, you need to explain to me uh-huh. why no one if i got invited to a coronation uh-huh i would go right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i mean the food is going to be excellent uh well it's england so i was going to say that <laughs> I didn't want, and royals so like what is it that they but, eat you know i mean you know there might be something good um mm-hmm. there'll be lots of liquor and beer mm-hmm. you know the Brits mm-hmm. do like to drink. Hello, mm-hmm. stereotype, but they do. But they're definitely going to have the C list of talent because. Well, those- why is everybody? It sounds like it's almost like when Trump got inaugurated and nobody, and they ended up getting the marching band from Brigham Charles Young is University. Not popular. I don't think Charles and Camilla is popular. Charles and Camille, Camilla were never that popular. I think Queen Elizabeth yeah. was amazingly popular. Well, because they grew up with her. You That's know what it. I mean? We, the whole, we all grew up with her. And I think that she was just somebody who was always there. I don't, and I I do think all of the shit that's been happening, people are like, eh, it's lost the sexy sparkle. And so literally, 
Everybody. Harry Styles said no. Elton John. Well, Harry Styles. Said no. in, okay, a couple of these artists, in their defense, are so it's global the, at this it, point. It, it is the king of your country. I know. Coronation. Yeah. You cannot use that because I might when, show when up. it was Queen Elizabeth's shit, they it was star studded. Every yeah, I might time. want to show up for it's that. The, Adele, right? Adele, the spy, even the Spice Girl even, said even no, the Spice and there's Girls, only we'll four of the them. Open, we'll you go know, to the opening of an opera. They, they've been looking for a pl- time to sing again, and they're like, no. And Robbie Williams, who Ro- clearly has no moral center, I love him because Will- he performed at the World Cup, and he said no. Yeah. So who are they? Adele, Miss Thing. It's going to be, I think they're going to reunite Hearsay from Pop Stars, The Rivals. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, oh wait, I know who it'll be. And, and, Na- and they'll get Nadine Coyle. No, 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 no. <laughs> I bet you, okay, it's going to get down to like Leona Lewis. We're going to start, <laughs> and that's no disrespect to Leona Lewis, but it's going to start. Kathy Dennis, what is she doing these no. days? Uh, Kathy Dennis is very wealthy writing pop no, star No, 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 but I'm saying it's going to start. Got, no, she's not going to, and I don't even think Leona would do it. Um, I don't think Leona would do it. Whatever. He's still going to be king. He's going to be king. And <laughs> I keep forgetting that they have kings. We grew up yeah. with a queen for so well, long. Well, like, this is the first. Right. This, is, the fir- right. this is going to be Leona. It's, you know who it's going to be? It's going to be the grandkids doing <laughs> the grandkids. Oh, that would be fun. I like those little that little boy. He's like a mm-hmm. monster. You can mm-hmm. tell he's going to be a monster. <laughs> like in the best way, though. Like he's going to be like right. Mr. Sassy Pants. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy him. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's English. And whatever I watch their TV, I, it's like all very fun to me, and it's like whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. But it is sort of funny. Maybe they're not paying them. Are they not paying them? I don't know if that's it. I just don't think I I I have my I you know listen. I just oh. think that people don't really fuck with him and Camilla like that. Maybe they can invite Beyonce since she was robbed from the <laughs> Grammy, and she can take over Harry's slot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With wind. <laughs> With wind in a gown. Wind in a gown. <laughs> All you got to do is have wind, wind in, a in a gown. Have honey. wind in gown. We'll wind travel. in gown, honey. And she'll be like, oh. I'm here. Just bring over everybody who got robbed mm-hmm. for any award. Oh, Dios mio. All right. I, made, I made cheese grits for breakfast. Oh, nice. You're very and ambitious. I sprinkle some, I would have, I, and I, I sprinkle some chia, like my teeth some are chia, falling out of my mouth. Some chia seeds and flaxseed on top. Right. It was really lovely. Mm. And a sparkling water because, Oh, look you know. at you. I just had 7,000 cups of coffee and, uh, <laughs> and my oatmeal. And, Do you know that our Knicks are a dynasty? <sighs> All right, wait. I'm leaning back. So don't get mad that the sound is gone because I'm leaning back in happiness. Hold on. One, two, three. <sighs> it's a dynasty. Okay. First off, the most it, important thing is we are better than the Nets on paper right now. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We love that. We are the additions the, we made to the team. Everybody was right. It's, ma- it's worked talk. off. Josh proving, Hart and Jalen right. Brunson. Proving that you don't need to bring the big, expensive head cases. We have enough head cases in mm-hmm. New York. We don't need to import them. Right. Number, other than James Dolan, who is the most horrible human being in the world, we know that. <sighs> Our next dynasty. Dynasty. If every other team in the NBA right now came down with some sort of not fatal but disease mm-hmm. and couldn't fly, we mm-hmm. would be the champions. And I have to look at it like that. We are the champions. Listen, we won last night. We beat. Uh, we, we beat the Celtics. Uh, 
Matt, listen, we won. We we've won the last five it games. It was the Celtics, right? Yeah. It was the yeah, Celtics. Yeah, it was the Celtics. Oh, and you listen, know I hate the Celtics. I hate means, the entire city. We beat of them the last two times we played them. It's great. Yeah, listen. because you know what? The Celtics are evil. And let me just say this. Sorry, people who are in Boston. I just don't like. Them. I love my scrappy Knicks. I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I'm not mad that the Nets are there, but I'm a diehard Knicks fan. And listen, they got a lot of criticism for not trading away all of our picks and everything for Donovan Mitchell. And I'm glad we didn't. Like, Donovan's a great player. I'm impressed that you know the names of all these people. Jalen Brunson, man, he was the spark that the Knicks needed. R.J. Barrett needs to get it together. He has been terrible this season. And it's like, dude. You need to. You were the number three pick. Number one was Zion, who's great when he's not injured and played. Two, John Morant, who's done nothing but get better and better and better. And RJ is fucking plateauing. So it's like chop, chop, and get your shit together. It's just we have to be. But we have a scrappy team. Right right now we're number five in the East, which no one saw coming. No, and and let's see how let's see where we can go. You know what I mean? It's maybe we can get that white guy who won the slam dunk contest. Right, (laughs) he's in. That was extraordinary. That was a Mm -hmm. great moment for white people. Mm -hmm. I will say Mm -hmm. that was like you're like oh my god white men can jump. Well, we do have, we have a white Nick. I saw him the do other Do we day. have a white Nick? Yeah, there was one. And I was like, who are you? Is there you? a white Where'd Nick? Is he from? a white Nick? Or is he a super duper, I can't tell what ethnicity he is or race he is Nick? No. Is it like a, is it like a unicorn? Is it like the unicorn whiteness? Because <laughs> no. I do, I did enjoy the unicorn. <laughs> did you like the unicorn? I like the unicorn. Oh, okay. I like to see representation mm-hmm. of former Soviet Union countries <laughs> in the international sport of basketball. I was a Tony Kukoc yeah. fan. Yeah. I liked Tony Kukoc. Yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. problem with it. I do enjoy, you know, our childhood Knicks. So you like Nikola? Lot, there were a lot of whites on the yeah. um, our yeah. childhood Knicks. We had mm-hmm. some, there were. Absolutely. Some quality whites, as mm. Elliot Wilson used to call me, a quality white. That's that hilarious. The, he would call me and Amy Morris call you- quality whites. <laughs> That's hilarious. You would say we were the other white meat. We are quality whites. And I was like, I'm taking that and running. You're like, I'll take that. I'm a QW, baby. I'm a quality white. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I'm like not the kind of white person where you have to spell, hopefully, not the kind of white where you have to change the spelling from an I to a Y to get it on Facebook. <laughs> By the way, it took me forever to figure that one out. Really? Yeah. I was like, why do they keep miss? Why is everybody misspelling white? And I went, ah. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> it flags the algorithm. <laughs> All right, I don't know if I want to, this Manson thing. It's just depressing. I don't even understand. So I don't understand it. Marilyn the, Manson. Charles right, Manson is definitely depressing. Is he alive still, by the way, Charles no, Manson? Didn't he? Did he die? Or did one of them die? I think he died, is right? He dead? Google okay. it. Don Google Lemon. It. <laughs> Poppy. Google it. What All were that. her parents thinking when they named her Poppy, by the way? Oh, yeah, he died. He died in 2017. Oh, okay. He was out well, of anyway. his prime. Yeah, he was out of his prime. <laughs> There's a prime period for serial killers. There's a prime period and he leader, was out of his prime. You know, when a cult leader reaches 51, they are no longer in their prime of sociopathic serial killing. 
Are you going to go to the Daisy experience? You know, De La Soul is having an interactive. What is that? I'm going first off. What is that exactly? They're having a. Well, you know, the third is the day that. Of their big release. Well, all of the music is Friday, right? It's Friday. It'll all be available for sale. It'll all be available for streaming, everything. And they're having. You know, some a sort of an immersive experience and a party because it's being DJed by the originals. So you know, that's Clark right. and Tony Touch and and Stretch and Rich Medina and all of the guys. So, but where is it? Webster online, Hall. Right? Webster Hall. Oh, it's at no, Webster. it's Webster Hall. Which or, to me, as I like to call it, the Ritz. The Ritz. <laughs> Because I, like every New Yorker, refuses to change the name of something, whether it's been there. I still call it the Pan Am building. Mm-hmm. Well, to I me, that's it. always going to be the Pan Am building, it's right? The Pan Am it's building. always going to be the Pan Am because, but yeah, the Ritz. So, which makes sense, right? Because I feel like that's the place where they used to play. In, in I, I honestly don't remember, but no. In in short, I'm not going because I'm still not doing uh, huge events like mm. that, and I'm old. Let's be honest. And but I will try to check it out online because it will be a streaming sitch. Um, well, uh, I figured, right? yeah, I, I, maybe I'm not. No, sure. No, it is. It's definitely. Uh, I don't think you can do anything these days because w- the Ritz, Webster Hall, whatever. That's not a very big venue. Yeah, but I it's mean, a party. It's like you know what I mean. That doesn't mean yeah. they're streaming a party. And yeah, I think but they and, are. I think they. Are. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google yeah, it right yeah. now. I think and, they are streaming it. And that fits a couple of thousand people. That's the thing, you know. Is it that big? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Day lost. Probably about soul. three thousand on that main floor. The Ritz. That the room Ritz? is big. No, I, I don't. The last time I was there, I wasn't paying attention. That I was trying to get my then. And it's multi floors. Remember? No, there's a balcony of, that I remember. That's because all, all those things. places mm-hmm. in the Lower East Side are multi floors because they were all like vaudeville houses. And That's the thing what? about that room is, people don't realize there's multiple rooms and multiple stages in in that venue. Yeah. I mean, the last time I was there, it's been so many years. I went to see. It was when Robin and Khalees toured together, and it was yes. Excuse me. The mm. Daisy Experience, De La Soul's mm. full catalog will finally be, um, ex- okay, so Webster Hall on Thursday, it's not Friday, the party, mm. uh, you can RSVP, um, and there will be a live stream that you can RSVP to. Okay, great. Yeah. So where should they go to? Um... Um, you can go to the daisyexperience.org. Gotcha. Fabulous. And just spell out Daisy. You don't have to, you know, do the periods in between it. So I think because it's the 50th anniversary of hip hop, and so it's you, past its prime. And it's you, are, it's past its I'm prime. I'm gonna run. Listen, no more. I'm, 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 I'm like ready. a dog with a bone. I am ready. Every week, I'm um, like a dog with a bone. This is gonna be my mealy and farmer i'm gonna mm-hmm. bring it up every freaking week she's past her prime too clearly mm-hmm. i want to talk to you about um should i get in the Wayback machine hold on uh, let me get in my Wayback machine <laughs> a reference that only you and i and certain people we, um, if you don't know what the Wayback machine is then keep it moving <laughs> um uh i want to talk to you maybe start talking about a little bit of stories about when you first started writing in hip hop and um, those early days and 
some of the influences that influenced you in the genre and and, and kept you excited. As terms of a writer or in terms yeah. of obviously a little bit, I was, uh, like your first let's talk about your first hip hop writing experience. My first the very it's so funny. I mean, I've always told people people always think that I was like hanging out in the park, you know, in like <laughs> Mm. I wasn't. I was a fan like everybody else, you know, but I was definitely not in the culture. Um, I was, you know, I heard hip hop probably around the same time that most people who were not, you know, living in New York or or in the scene heard it. You know, I heard Rapper's Delight, you know, I heard Rapper's Delight. And that's like, what, 79? Mm-hmm. Rapper's Delight? 78, um, 79. I, 79. Yeah. yeah, it was like 79. I was living in San Francisco. I heard it. I loved it. Uh, when I moved back to New York, they were playing hip hop. Grandmaster Flash, they were playing it in the punk clubs. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was hearing everything, you know. Um, but the, and I'm, you know, bought albums that, and like I told Daryl, I remember hearing Run DMC, I can very, you know, and I heard it around, they were selling mixtape. I lived in Brooklyn at that point. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Brooklyn was, it was the old Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn was not like. It was not shiny. It was the Fulton not Mall. Shiny. And, it was not shiny. Right. And the Fulton Mall was taking your life into yeah. your hands. I mean, it really was. <laughs> um, oh, I miss it so. Um but the first hip hop story I ever it was the it was the um my first music story I ever got paid for and it was 1987 for Spin magazine and it was about the Boogie Down produ- the then turf war between Boogie Down Productions and Mr. Magic's crew because this is when uh Queensbridge um the bridge is over and Queensbridge came out mm. and but what's so funny is that I got turned on to it I had a a girl I worked with who was friends with, um, oh my God, who was she friends with? Scoop and Scrappy from Big Daddy Kane. Uh huh. Scoop and Scrappy. So she was friends with them, and, and then in turn, and she's talking to me, and then she was also friends with Karis One, and blah 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 blah. And I happened to mention to John Leland, the great John Leland, who was the editor at that time at Spin. I went, oh yeah, this is girl I work with, who's friends with. Karis one and he was like okay this is the story you're gonna do but he had to walk me through it because i did not listen to all those radio shows so i mean i was a fan but i was not um i don't know i was in my own little world back then but so i interviewed them there's a picture of me somewhere d nice must be like 12 Mm-hmm. You know, like literally 12. And I think I had either just gotten married or was about to be married. And I didn't have any cool hip hop clothes. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a hoodie. I just had a zip up sweatshirt, mm-hmm. a champion zip up. And I didn't have any cool hip hop sneakers. I just was wearing chucks mm-hmm. uh, before my time. And uh, went out to Queens to interview Kara's Boogie Down Productions, which at the time going to Queens with Boogie Down Productions was like dangerous right right? Mm -hmm. it was super dangerous but i always kind of avoided that because i just felt like maybe i was being overly critical of myself but i always felt like you know it's like it's this is not something that some white girl needs to come in and critique but then i got at people because i was an r&b girl people got asked me to do it but it's so funny you bring that up because a friend of mine a really good writer jim mackney in in anticipation of de la's um the third of De La's stuff coming out mm. posted on Facebook a, a, a review I did of Stakes is High, mm-hmm. which is the third De La record, right? Is yeah, that the, the third. Is that the no? Uh, De La Soul is dead. Is the is second, the second. One. Right, 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 right. Right, that was the big, you know, with the with the flower pot, with the, the flower daisy, pot, right, right, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the right. daisy being dead. So Stakes is High was sort of, and it's a, it was a big record. It was like one of the first appearances of Most Deaf and and Common, I think, is on that. 
So the voice had asked me to review it. And the review itself is the first part of the review. Cause at the voice, remember you could be very like, I, 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 you know, you can mm-hmm. use the word I in a re- It could be very personal. And the first part of the whole interview, uh, the review is like, I don't know if I should do this. I'm not of the culture. You know, who needs to hear from me, blah, blah, blah. And then I say in it, I was talking to a friend of mine who's been a longtime re- hip hop writer. And he said, if you're even thinking about this, then you are in the culture. You know, if you're even agonizing over whether you should talk about it, then you should talk about it. And, and that was Bones, Bones Malone, mm-hmm. you know, the great legendary ambassador Bones Malone. So anyway, I just became, but you know, the first time I tried to write for the source, they flat out turned me down. They said, you, you know, we love, you know, your stuff is great, but you're too R&B. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck you. And right. then, um, and then when they had the strike, remember when the source went on strike? Mm-hmm. Right. So then they called me up and they were like, hey, would you like to write for us? I'm like, and cross a picket line. You're like, you're like, now you want now? me to write for you? Now? <laughs> yes, no. sure. Yes, let sure. me, let me, let me be a scab and go. Right. Exactly. Right. Let me be the know. scab girl. But right. I would, re- you remember like when the source was like sold in like little stores? Listen, listen. It was the Bible, and everybody sought it out for right. But little stores. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like, um, I'm gonna take you wave. I mean, I'm trying to. There used to be this story. It was before Spike Lee um, was had his shop in Fort Greene. But the point is, is that Fort Greene, where I, you know, was a very different neighborhood. I mean, mm-hmm. New York, and so you would see it places. So I, yeah, I will not pretend in any way, shape, or form. Um, but I certainly knew the stuff. I was certainly a fan, but I didn't really, really seriously start writing about it. I mean, I would do record reviews and stuff, but it was when like 97, 98 when, cause I was the R and B girl. I mean, mm-hmm. that was like, I could give you, ch- like I always say, I could give you chapter and verse on why LaFace records and flight time are more important than um, sub pop. I could get, I could do a whole <laughs> mm-hmm. TED talk on that. And um, yeah, no, I loved the Babyface. I really did. Did you ever see him perform live, Babyface? I have never seen him perform live. He's really good. Yeah, I saw him open up for Boys to Men, Mm -hmm. who are really good. Mm -hmm. And then I saw that acoustic thing he did. You remember when everybody was doing unplugs? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was a fun time in music. You forget how many songs he's written, how many songs he sang solo. He can actually the deal stuff. Yeah, he can really sing. He can really sing. You never, those unplugs were fun. Mm-hmm. Did you see any of them? I'm sorry, I'm totally yes, diverting from the I did. Which I was did I was at the Maxwell Unplugs. I, you know, I was I did Columbia Video. So that was did, down the street. Yeah, that I was down it was at, at the at BAM. At BAM. I, well, I the mean, little BAM. The, and, and if you yeah, the like the, the, the Majestic. One the it was one called the Majestic on, at the time. The yeah. one that was on that's on Fulton. Um right. I was at the Tori Amos MTV okay. Unplugged. Um, I've seen a couple of Allison Chains. Oh, you went? I I saw I saw the Black Street. Lauren Hill. I was at that Lauren yeah. Hill unplugged. All right. Oh, the one they made the album. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the Black Street one. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the Black Street one was great. I saw the Erica Badu one. That was tiresome. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the court. The whole one. Oof. And that was on the main mm. stage. I think I saw a Melissa Etheridge one. I, I believe think. she did one. Yeah, she At did. Bam. One. I think mm-hmm. I saw that. And then I saw the Babyface one. Oh, remember when people used to say, Did you, you see go the up? Did you see the Uptown one? No. 
But that was like an invite. Wasn't that kind of like um, the up the ones I wish? I'm sorry, I totally were asking about. I believe that one. was when it moved to Sony Studios. The Uptown yeah, one, Mariah Carey one, one, and the L the LL one is the mm-hmm. classic, mm-hmm. right? The LL one is totally the classic. So yeah, my relationship with hip hop. I mean, I've always been a fan. Mm-hmm. Um, there, you know, it's one of those music. At some point, you feel like you've aged out, and then mm-hmm. something will happen, and you mm-hmm. and you go no. You know what I mean? It's like aging. How could you age out of dance music? As long as you can dance, you haven't aged out, right? It's true. It's true. But there is some that feels... Too young for us? A little bit. There's some dance music. Like, I've always loved House. And to me, House is ageless. Yes. It's ageless. But what I call pots and pans, which is circuit music, like my ears just... I can't digest that anymore. Because it yeah, always well, sounds anything, like pots and pans. Well, yeah. anything that has too many uh, hyphens in between it, mm-hmm. I start getting nervous. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like t- fusion music. I get a little, not fusion, like jazz fusion. I don't mean like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. So, I mean, but yeah, part of me, I mean, this whole 50th anniversary thing, and we've talked about it, I cannot begrudge anybody getting a check. And a lot of mm-hmm. these artists never got a check when they should have gotten a check. Right. You know what I mean? It's like sports right. people. You know, people are getting a gazillion dollars now to play basketball. And 30 years ago, well, maybe 40 years ago, they weren't being paid mm-hmm. like this. But it just after a while, it's like how much like. But I am glad it's sort of ironic, right? Because you remember when people treated hip hop like something you scraped off your shoe. Yeah. Right. Mm hmm. Same but thing with dance, right? It's like certain things will always, they have moments and then they go back underground a little right. bit. You know? Well, I mean, rap is like, I know, like I said, I think I've said this to you. The best I mean, parts of it. I still feel like a lot of the best hip hop artists that are out there still get underground. Like a lot of the stuff that's mainstream now, you know, some of it is talking about something. A lot of it isn't. Like I still believe one of the most underrated uh, lyricists of all time is Black Thought. I think he's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, people have come around. I will say that that has been one of the major advantages of the Jimmy Fallon show, even mm. though he's not there. But he's one of those guys that when you hear him, you go, oh, shoot, this is more than a band with a rapper. This is a rapper with a band. And he did an epic uh, freestyle for the 50th anniversary of hip hop that's online. That's like six minutes long. It's amazing. Wow. That, that you should totally check out. Okay, yeah, but I didn't see like fresh. You know, mm. I'm I'm an imposter. You Did you that. used to go to the Budweiser Superfest when it would come to town? Do you remember the Budweiser Superfest? Oh, God no. <laughs> and that's when it would have like all of the hip hop artists and black artists and it was no, I okay. In, in my defense, I had a small child at that mm-hmm. point. I do think though, because you posted that in Fred, I think Urban that Aid. I would. I think I was there mm-hmm. and I had Lucian with me mm-hmm. and I remember this is when you could still smoke inside cigarettes inside uh-huh. the garden mm-hmm. and I had a very old um, security guard say to me um, at one point, you know, miss, I don't think this is an appropriate place for children. <laughs> no, I remember being there and it's smelling like just weed everywhere, cigarettes. So it smells like New York right now. Mm-hmm. It smells like New York. What? Um. So, do you remember any of those? Th- uh, you were kind of like in the biz at that point, right? Well, no. Like, if you're talking about at the beginning of hip hop, no, I'm still in high school and then going into college. But then I was, uh, you know, I was the music director of my college radio station. So it started becoming 
me programming a lot of those records. So I remember stuff like Dana Dane, those kind of records yeah. were out at the time. And this is when a lot of hip hop artists like were getting signed to like major labels. So Kane was on like Warner Brothers and, and we were having that moment. And Tommy Boy was really sort of hot in the streets and Naughty by Nature was hot oh in the God, streets. Oh my God, Naughty. I interviewed, I interviewed Latifah like mm-hmm. before the album came out. Mm-hmm. So when Wrath of My Madness, that was her first single, right? I believe so. When Tommy Boy was on the Upper East Side, remember right. that? It was like literally in Tom Silverman's <laughs> apartment or something crazy mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, no, I mean, it's always, I don't know. I mean, I think the only scene I've ever been, I can say I was a part of, like a card carrying was punk. But even that, I wasn't like there in 77, mm-hmm. you know? Were you ever part, I mean, you definitely part of the dance scene for sure. Absolutely. My first club was a Paradise Garage. All right. You know? Yeah. That was my first club. And then, I mean, I can't even just, just I went everywhere. I went to area. I went to Palladia. I just, I went everywhere. You the remember it? You remember it all? I <laughs> re- um, no, I have really, I have, I remember what the garage looks like and what it smelled like. And I have a memory of that. I have some memories of nights at the Palladium, spent a lot of time there. Probably have more memories of nights at, tracks and um the warehouse in the bronx and the sound factory bar when frankie knuckles used to play in new york every friday night at the sound factory bar and we used to go there and that was just amazing and then you know going through i used to carry my friend mk's dj she's still an amazing dj all over the city and all over up and down the eastern seaboard i used to carry her her record craces back with meet people meet the dj at the door and carried a crates and crates of vinyl up and down the stairs. Oh, so, so you know, it's like old school New York shit. And speaking of that, before we wrap up, uh, I went to the Africa Center last weekend. And, so uh, good, right? It's yeah. Really good. And they have a show there right now called States of Becoming. And it's uh, a show with all African artists. And it really speaks to their... Um, journeys from Africa to living in different parts of most of them in the United States. And it's about, it's like migration. It's really, it's really, really good show. And I know that uh, you might not believe this, but I actually have a library card and I, and I use it. (laughs) Well, a lot of people don't have library cards anymore. Um, I tell my students if Mm -hmm. they want to get an excuse day off to get Mm -hmm. a library card. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. I love, I, Mm -hmm. Daughter of a librarian, mm-hmm. love a library. Libraries are crucial. And Eric Adams wants to slash the button at library. Right. The budget right. libraries are crucial. Crucial. So what Absolutely. did you take out when, at and the when, library? And, well, and whenever I use it for a lot of different resources, actually. And whenever I go into the libraries over here, they're packed. I love it. I see mm-hmm. the kids all in there, all the computer room, they're packed. Um there's a thing that we have in New York. I don't know if you know about this. It's called the Culture Pass. Do you know about yes, the Culture Pass? The best. And, and if you have a library card, you can go on Culture Pass and um, you can get admission to a lot of different cultural things in New York libraries, uh, the botanical museums. gardens, museums. You got to get there and, early, though. It's got to be the first. Yeah. It opens up the first of the month. The first so. of the month. So I got my Culture Pass for 
the Brooklyn Museum and I'm going tomorrow to see the Tierly Mugler to see the Mugler exhibit and just I haven't been to the museum in a while so just go all the way through it and there's a couple of shows that I want to see and so that's really exciting you know so if you guys are in New York the show at the Africa Center has been extended for one more month so it's here for all of March and and a great restaurant there too which is only open on the weekends so yes because the the chef and his staff he has another restaurant on the Upper East Side so the the cafe is only but the food is really, 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 really good. Really, it's really like fusiony Senegalese food. And you um, know, and if you have a well, if, you, and if you're a New York City resident and you have a library card, first, if you don't sign up online, it's really easy. It's, it's really free. easy. To it's do. a free card, and, and it's like- you the culture pass is great. You can go to see a lot of different exhibits and all of the different museums, and it's great. And it's no, free. and it's also not only that with the library card, we can just big up for library cards. You can also sign up for Canopy, K A N O P Y, yep. which is free movies, which mm-hmm. I use all the time. And uh, there's no more overdue library fines, so right? You can actually take out a book, and if you're like me, take forever to read it, um, unless you really love the book and then you tear through it. Uh, but yeah, no, Culture Pass is great. It, it you do have to. You, for obvious reasons, they open up for some because for some reason, MoMA available. goes first. But for, for some reason. of the, the really hot ones, you get if you go on the first. If you get on there on the first, you get that reminds me. The first in. is tomorrow. I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm lucky that some of my ID for for work, you can go to certain, but not the Guggenheim. I'm gonna go on right. to the Guggenheim because I want to see that Nick Cave. Nick I want to see the Nick Cave. Yeah, yeah, Nick Cave, the artist, not Nick Cave, the singer. Though mm-hmm. the idea of both of them being named Nick Cave just delights me in so many mm-hmm. ways. But yeah, no, I always tell people, and I, and you can also get the New York City ID, which is like the only good thing de Blasio ever came up with. Besides yeah, but it's some, some bullshit. I got it for one year. Nobody takes it. You could do it for not the anymore. Museum, but you literally, get one year. And, and when you try to use it as ID, no one actually took it. No, they it was go really and go, This is the ID we give people who don't have ID. We're like, no, do you have? <laughs> but a, I did get in free for like, in fact, the I really, did. I got in free. Yeah, I got, yeah, yeah. I got it for all the museum access. All the too, museums. You, you got the membership. You got one year the one membership. Year I, yeah. I remember actually it was really funny uh, me and Al Diaz the brilliant artist who did our logo went on a like let's hit every museum we have a passport right. day we were like boom boom no it was great but yeah I mean if you're gonna live in this like hell hole of a city take advantage of the stuff that you can get there were a lot of rich people that lived in New York mm-hmm. who still live there who endowed all these places with lots of money and if you're a New York City resident you get into MoMA not MoMA excuse me uh, PS1 for free or MoMA 1 I'm so dated I still call it PS1 but actually the Brooklyn Museum now is a suggested admission is it so, suggested donation so, yeah it is a suggested donation it's a gorgeous for New Yorkers too. so yeah and I, isn't MoMA Met I believe is a suggested donation it's suggested donation and, uh, and, the, and the Museum of the City of New York which I highly recommend if you're a New York City employee. Mm -hmm. Look, here's the key. Never throw out any identification you have for any job. Right. Our friend Ann Kristoff still has her military (laughs) (laughs) I think she still also has her time. Her Time Warner one. We use that. We Mm -hmm. Because you have to understand that most of these people, bless their hearts, they're overworked, they're underpaid. You flash an ID at them, they're like, yeah, sure. It's like a ticket taker on a train. Anyway, mm-hmm. yay, 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 yay. So, Nick's, all right, if you're listening out there, influential power brokers, come on, we've been talking about this team for like three freaking years. We get, we're, we deserve to be I'm invited to the Nick's suite. I need, I need the, the little hammer. They don't have to be They can be no. like the second row. They can be the two. Or one of the suites. Care. Invite us in because I've been there and that's great. Oh, I the like suite to, is lovely. I love to eat. 
You can oh, have fun. a little sparkling water, some champers. No, it's lovely. It's mm-hmm. lovely. It's lovely. Um, yeah, come on, guys. We're good for it. And we don't even mind the facial recognition. Just make us no, look you younger. Can face- <laughs> yeah, but they only use that for people that James Dolan hates. <laughs> well, he used it for everybody. That's how for he everybody. picks out the ones. He's like, he's like Sarah's in three hundred two section A. Go right. get her I now. Know. She's I'm, out I, of her prime. She must go. <laughs> I will never forgive him for what he did to Charles Oakley, but I still would love to go. I mean, uh, he yeah, really carried what... with Oakley and with Spike Lee. It's like, sir, sir. Well, Spike Lee, I don't care what he does to Spike yeah, Lee. But I, I care mean, what he does to Charles Oakley. Spike but, Lee can take it. Charles Oakley well, made that. Well, you know. Spike Lee went on a full media tour about it. He was yes. like, <laughs> yeah. full Spike, media tour. Spike's a, Spike can handle himself. He but, loves a media tour. Uh, he does love a media tour. Remember when he was like. The most hated man in, in New York uh, City because of, Reggie, he, because of Reggie. Um, Miller. Reg- Reggie Miller. Oh, I remember when he was giving, I don't really want an Oscar. Then when he won one, he ran up to that stage. Leapt so in the man's <laughs> arms. Like the guy was Santa Claus. I was Literally like, ran like I he was rem- running a pole vault. Ran up and like fling. I was I like duly noted. <laughs> duly noted. And with that. We're duly out of here. We you know duly. the deal. We, we, tell do, a fr- we did our duly today. We did our duly. So tell a friend, leave a rating, uh, leave a review, pass the show on, post it to your socials. And remember, communicate with us on Instagram at I'ma Let You Finish and Why. On, on Facebook at I'ma Let You Finish, all one word. On IG, on, on TikTok at I'ma Let You Finish Podcast. On Twitter at Finish Ima. On, our days are yeah, numbered, I'm numbered there. on that motherfucker. They're numbered. so numbered. It's like, listen, but <laughs> we'll numbered. talk to you there, though. We'll but they numbered. There, but get it, numbered. Get it, get so it while know. it's hot. Just so you know, yeah, we're having a fire sale you very soon saying? on Twitter. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, Bye guys. to achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who kill their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts 
or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.